and seen. Tonight on Hastings Vice and Community Outreach, there's bedlam at the post office as aged benefit claimants are causing civil unrest. A mayoral visit sparks fear and panic when someone attacks a government vehicle. And there's road rage pandemonium that threatens to turn ugly. PCs Jack Wanker and Dave Rapist have to defuse the situation. It's Wednesday when all the coffin dodgers come out to get their government money. This can cause absolute chaos at the local post office. Dave Rapist is on hand for crowd control. Actually, it's uh, Rapist. But yeah, yeah, so it's Wednesday morning down here in Hastings. It's pension day. All the oldies are out of force. You know, there's always difficult crowd control on a Wednesday. Tensions run high. It's a complete powder keg, you know, but we're, we're just here to show a bit of force, let them know who's, who's boss. We're for their safety, right? That's what these people have to realise. We're for their safety. Obviously, I've got my taser, I've got my baton, I've got my pepper spray, just in case. Got my stab vest in case things turn nasty. To be honest, I try not to use those weapons more than three times every week, but I'm just here to try and keep things calm, you know? And things turn sour when a belligerent old duffer queries back payments on his war pension. What I need from you, sir, is for you to take yourself and your guide dog and vacate the premises, all right? No, no, I appreciate you're a war hero, you're here for your pension, but you're agitating the rest of the crowd, and you need... I'm going to give you 10 seconds, sir, to leave the premises right now. I'm going to need some backup here. If you don't leave right now, I will taser your guide dog. I will taser your guide dog, sir. Sir, I'm not going to warn again. Officer with a taser drawn. Officer with a taser drawn. Taser in Labrador. Taser in Labrador. That is one malicious mutt that will rue the day it ever crossed Hastings Vice and PC Dave Rapist. And seen in there. So, thanks for coming back on the hour and coming up now is our exclusive interview with the royal prince henry who has relocated to california to the wonderful world of hollywood he's going to be talking to our very own chuck weathers about his experience since he's come to this country prince henry thanks for meeting with me today can i just say how excited we are and privileged to have a real life prince with us in beautiful california Oh no, Chuck. Uh, I mean, it's my pleasure. Uh, it's 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 lovely to be here. Uh, the sun uh, is a, makes a fantastic change. I have to literally slather my whole body and factor one hundred just to leave the house. Can I ask why you and your wife Rachel and your beautiful son James, why you've moved here from the glorious United Kingdom to join us here in sunny California? Um, well, well, the principal reason, Chuck, is really one of privacy. You know, when one lives a life like I did um, back in old good old Blighty, uh, one is hounded by the press. It, it really is like living inside a gold, goldfish bowl, if you can imagine that. Um, true, that bowl is actually more like a castle. Um, a castle uh, within acres and acres of ground, so no one can actually get anywhere near you or, or see you or get at you in any way at all, and obviously lots of security and whatnot, but otherwise exactly like a goldfish bowl. So a very private goldfish bowl. Sure, uh, yeah, yeah, and I, I am here to, to try and 
seek privacy, which is why I'm doing this interview on network television. I mean, here we are on this glorious day in California. You mentioned the weather. Yeah. You mentioned the fact that you are of the ginger persuasion. So yes. you do have um, some things to contend with. How are you finding the weather here? Yes, I mean, it's a big change. You know, it's, it's much warmer here than it is in England. In England, it's actually often quite cold. Although not as cold, Chuck, as this beautiful, crisp Bud Light I'm drinking here. That's Bud Light, the king of beers. And I should know, I'm a prince. So tell me a little about your childhood in the UK. How, how different was that from an average um, UK child growing up? Well, you know, you know, Chuck, it, it actually really was a life of great hardship. I don't think people on the outside can, can truly appreciate just what it, it's like when I remember being a, a boy of around five years old and all I wanted for dinner was some mechanically recovered chicken in the shape of an anatomically incorrect dinosaur. But could I have it? No. It's feel this, filly mignon that, swan bats for breakfast, etc, etc. And I remember my, my, my brother, all he wanted was a potato waffle. You wouldn't think that's much to ask for, a, you know, a future no. king oh. of England, but could he get a potato waffle? Could he, could he hell, sorry, forgive my language, but could he hell? It was Dauphinois this, and you know, goose fat that, and you know, one just can't enjoy the thing one wants to as a small boy. Did, did, did the people in the, in the kitchen not appreciate that a, a potato waffle is waffly versatile? They did not, no, it's, it's cream and it's garlic and it's, you know, Michelin star chefs and, and all the rest of it, but there's no what I'd call good hearty food like one could enjoy at your local Wendy's where good value lives. Perhaps now if it's not too delicate a subject, and I know people, are list, uh, our, our viewers at home, um, would want to know, perhaps we can talk a little bit about your, your most beautiful mother, Princess Frances, who wowed us when she came over here. I mean, yes. that woman was very, very, very beautiful for an English person. I mean, don't get me wrong, but very beautiful for an English yes, person. Yes, relatively good teeth. Yes, I mean, she, she really was a, a truly kind, great, warm, loving person, you know, a, a saint amongst men. You know, she really was just the most wonderful person. And there's been some discussion around her most tragic passing. Um, do you have any any comment on that at all? Well, as, as you can imagine, I, I, I find this difficult to, to talk about and, you know, I might, I might just have to quickly center myself before I, I, I go into too much detail. But I think we've all seen the footage of, you know, when she was there, that swinging that Nebuchadnezzar of a Bollinger 62 to christen the hull of the new raw yacht, the HMS Irony, when it swung back and unfortunately obviously hit her straight in the face, which, which led to untimely passing, and one just cannot help but suspect foul play. Although not, of course, on behalf of the good people of Bollinger, who have been purveying fine champagne to the gentry since 1829, to kings, queens, and of course, our sainted princesses.
Perhaps now you'd be kind enough to tell us a little bit about your wife, Rachel's new book that I understand she's written and we're so excited about that. Tell us a little bit more. Uh, it really is a fantastic, fantastic book. Um, it's called The Seat and it's um, about a runaway prince uh, who was always right and very hard done by by his, 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 his family uh, who were all terribly racist and just truly appalling, appalling people. Uh, but you've got a very sexy wife called Rochelle, who who used to be an actress, but actually gave up um, that profession to be with be with her prince, and then they run away and have children and things in a very sunny climate. It's it's a beautiful sort of fairy tale story, but also very poignant. Um, but she just pulls these things out of thin air. You know, I'm very lucky to be married to such a truly talented and original person. Oh, she sounds fantastic, as we all know she is. Yeah. We remember her time on um, Sexy Lawyers, which was a fantastic show. Yeah, um, groundbreaking. Groundbreaking, indeed. So, just finally, can I ask... I've heard you talk on the many interviews you've done since you've been over here. Yes, about privacy, yes. About your privacy and, and and also about people who've inspired you and um, I wonder a lot of the times you've talked about historical figures that you've drawn inspiration from is there anyone perhaps a little bit more contemporary that you've uh, you've drawn strength from in your in your moments of need uh, yes yes of course I mean thank you for asking that question um, for many years I've been quite an avid and devoted um, fan of um, uh, a genre of music called um, hip hop um, I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it it's um, yeah uh, we I've, I've heard of hip hop yes. sure yeah good yes I'm, I'm sure you have it's it's something very close to my heart and um, there's a line from one of my favorite hip hop artists um, a, a young man by the name of vanilla ice cube and there's this particular line which I can really empathise with. It it's very relatable for me given my background. Um, and the line is, "No man alive has ever witnessed struggles I've survived." Which you know, given my sort of uh, hard hidden urban background, is is something I can really really relate to. Prince Henry, I know you have to go off now and play polo. I just want to thank you for your time, very much. No, no, thank you, Chuck. And scene. Hastings Mayor Frederick West is only a new toddler's play area and used needle drop-off point on Hastings' famous seafront. PC Jack Wanker is on duty to ensure everything runs to plan. That's a wanker, actually. So um, my job today, my duty today is to see that everything goes to plan, that all the dignitaries are safe, that everything, um, uh, everyone is kept at a safe distance from the, uh, from the mayor and his party and make sure I'm just getting something to come through now. Okay. Okay. That's unfortunate. We just had a uh, incident reported. Unfortunately, it's what we call a 467. A 467 for people who don't know um, is, a, is a BM. Um, unpleasantly, that's a bowel movement. Uh, the, the thing now is to go to the Merrill car where the Merrill car is situated and ascertain whether it's what we call an SBM which is a small bowel movement or it's an LBM which is a larger bowel movement um, once once there and I've assessed the situation I'll probably put up some tape and make a risk, risk assessment and then uh, take appropriate action from that point in time they don't call him Jumping Jack Wanker for nothing. Quick as a flash, he's on the scene to inspect the damage done by this defecating delinquent.
Well, we're here now on the scene, and unfortunately, I think this is what we would call definitely an XL BM. Um, it's unfortunate. I've just radioed back to um, the base as well, um, and unfortunately, the bucket that we normally use for these incidents is being used by Dave Rapist on the, on, uh, the high street because there's been a vomiting incident. Um, so unfortunately, it's not very glamorous, but I'm going to have to improvise, and that's where my helmet's going to come in handy. And I've got this large stick that I found, and um, I'm going to try and remove the offending article um, in an appropriate fashion so that the mayor won't be offended when he's uh, finished ultra opening the facilities. The sad fact is, this sort of incident is becoming more and more common on the streets of the UK. It's not the first time that Jack Wanker's filthy helmet has been the subject of public alarm on Hastings Seafront. Inside. And now it's time to catch up with the famous novelist and amateur sleuth, Charles Cooper, in our popular series, The Reluctant Detective. Monsieur Charles Cooper, what a pleasure it is to have you in our hotel here in Saint Moritz. Oh, it's very lovely to be here, Pierre. I wonder if I could have my room key, please. So, it would be my pleasure to give you a room key. I must also make you aware there has recently been a murder here, right here in this hotel. Oh my God, that's very unfortunate. I'm very tired though. I, I really would very be very delighted if I could get to my room. Yes, sir, of course. But, but oh, please, you. are you not interested to even learn some of the details of what happened here? <sighs> interested? Um, Pierre, it's been a very long day. I've, I've had um, a very long trip from the airport, to be honest with you. And um, unfortunately, there was, there was two murders en route. So, golly. Two murders en route? That seems very surprising. No. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd love to be made to tell you about them, but I'm not going to. And I'd love to get to my room. So if you could just give me the room key, please. Uh, sir, but please, the, a murder has occurred, and yet you are here. This is more than fate, no? The famous Charles Cooper. Yes. Um, very tired, though. I mean, I, I'm meant to be up tomorrow at around about nine o'clock to uh, meet friends and go for a ski. I wonder if, perchance, I could get breakfast in my room at eight and uh, an early morning call at perhaps quarter to eight. Is that possible? It would be my pleasure to arrange this for you, sir. I will bring the breakfast to your room myself. I must let you know, however, it has been my friend, my very good friend who has been murdered here, and if I am at your knees, if you could please investigate this for us. The police, they are many hours away. Yes, Pierre, you get up. I can barely see you behind the counter. Um, so, let's have a look. Um... Uh, the guy on the floor, that's the... Yes, the guy on the floor, he is dead. He is my friend. <laughs> Uh, there's no need to be quite so excited um, he's your friend he's dead I can see he's got a knife in his back and um, the gentleman who works the lift was he in any way related to your friend? Stefan yes he is the cousin of the dead man kissing cousins perhaps we oui, they're in a relationship homosexual and they have been fighting most animatedly for weeks now Yes, quite violently going at it, I should imagine. 
Yes, he's looking very shifty. And you noticed the slight glistening round his jawline? Oh, now you mention it, I can see this, yes. Yes, that, that's probably spirit gum. He probably wore a disguise and stabbed your friend dead. Yes, there was a bearded man seen running from the scene. Now, breakfast. The petit déjeuner. I'd like two of your most perfect poached eggs and perhaps some slices of the delicious salmon that I know that you have here. Sir, for you, this will be my pleasure. Fantastic, Pierre. I shall see you in the morning. NC! It's 15.07 and the perennial problem of those old boy racers in their mobility scooters are tearing it up on the otherwise peaceful promenade. PCs Jack Wanker and Dave Rapist are on hand to take control of this very dangerous situation. Actually, it's uh, Rapist. Now, excuse me, sir. No, take your hand off the accelerator. I appreciate accelerator. It's a big word for that little red button but it makes you go forward, it's an accelerator. Trust me, I'm a copper. Now, exactly how fast do you think you are going? Because I was over there in my car with a speed gun. Yes, I had to wait quite a while until you came past, but I clocked you doing 4.3 miles an hour in what is clearly a 3.8 miles an hour maximum speed limit zone. Uh, that's a wanker, actually. Um, okay, sir. Just like to stop there, driving a little bit erratically there and a little bit quick. I would normally ask you to blow into this bag, but I can see with the oxygen tank on the back there, that's not gonna be applicable for you. So what I'm gonna do, I just want you to move that mask away from your face just for a second, poke your tongue out, and I'm just gonna scrape your tongue with this. It's a, I just wanna check. I don't know that you haven't had marijuana and I don't know that you haven't had cocaine. So have you taken any drugs today? Oh, that's a very long list. The septuagenarian speed demons pose a real threat to the unsupervised toddlers and registered intravenous drug users enjoying the council-provided facilities on Hastings Seafront. Look, Jack, we knock off in 10 minutes. Shall we just tase them to get safe and done with? I don't think there's any other course of action that we, we can really take for the safety of everyone. Okay. Ready? Make the announcement. Police officers, tasers drawn. Police officers, tasers drawn. Well, far from fast and furious, these fragile felons are now frail and fried. It's 4.14 and time to call it a night for Hastings Vice and Community Outreach. And scene.